you manage all those little things that grab your time and attention away from what you plan to do? This is Leslin from Try This at Home, and today we're sharing some thoughts about time management. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and listen in. When your day goes south or your relationship gets salty, you need tools that will turn it around with decades of experience and a variety of perspectives between them. Leslie Sleesman and Leslin Kantner bring you tips and tricks for solving problems, increasing happiness, and creating your best life. Together, they're sharing ideas you can take home and try. Each week, their discussion will zero in on one idea, one technique, or one activity that has the potential to make your life a little better. And now, here is Leslie and Leslin with Try This at Home. Hello, Leslie. Hi, Leslie. We talked two weeks ago about time budgeting. Yes. And we've heard some from some people who mm-hmm. indicated that they did find blocks of time. We've also heard from people who said they uh, had no spare time at all. So yeah. we thought it might be a good idea to consider time management. Yes, because I think if you don't have any time at all, that's a little concerning to me personally well you know you run a planner company and so you're always I would imagine you're always thinking about how to help people visualize time management yeah definitely it's it's constantly on my mind so my definition of time management is really all about actually managing the time that we have and not simply filling up a schedule that those are two completely different things to me. I they think sound like the same thing to me. Sa- yeah. Mm-hmm. So time so time management and, and managing your time is being aware of what you're doing and putting it in your schedule in a way that works for your life and is convenient and helpful to you and is efficient. But just, you know, I, I have seen people very well-intentioned get their planners out and, like, I look at it and I'm like, holy smokes, because... Every moment is filled in with something. And I'm like, that makes my head hurt. (laughs) So time management isn't filling in your day planner. No. Hour by hour with activity. No, no. I would say that a very, for me, a very large part of time management is making sure that there are many parts of my day and my week that don't have anything planned. I absolutely need the flexibility for my life to have that margin in my day and in my weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So when you, if if so, first of all, you're. I have to imagine that you're suggesting the very first step is getting some kind of a, a planner or a day timer or appointment book or calendar. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I have a, a preference for using a paper planner, mm-hmm. and there's some research that shows that humans are just wired to write things down more than we are to look on our phones or on our computers at our planners but it you need something mm-hmm. even even if you disagree with me and you want to use your phone or your computer you you just need something to keep track of what's going on in your life some vehicle of being able to visualize your life at a glance right yeah and then also visualizing where the things that you need to do fit sure. into that is that, is that what you're yeah, saying yeah appointments and meet I mean everyone has you know appointments and 
things that they have to go to. Um, and, and you need to have that written down because I've yet to meet a person who can remember it all perfectly. <laughs> that would not be me. <laughs> no, I wish it was me, but it is not, <laughs> sadly. So I know, I mean, I, as a therapist, I live by an appointment book. Yep. And I go from hour to hour to hour. I'm supposed to have five minutes in between each session, but more often than not, I do not because right. I'm too chatty. Right. And um, <laughs> so I often will work five or six consecutive hours back to back. And at the end of that, I don't really want to have to plan anything. So at the end okay. of my day... Right. You know, my plan is to go home, go home. <laughs> take my shoes off, pour a glass of wine and watch something on my DVR. Yeah. But that's what, that's exactly what I was saying. Like, but do I put that in my planner? No, I wouldn't. Okay. It's a habit. You don't need to. You don't, you don't put in your planner that you're going to get up and brush your teeth. No. Right. Mm-mm. So no, if that's just, but to me, that's when you look at your planner and you know that you have seen five clients that day. And you're busy, you know, until eight o'clock at night and there's nothing in your planner after that. That's free time. Mm-hmm. Free time, meaning discretionary time. Mm-hmm. Discretionary. Sure, yeah. Sure. yeah. However you want it. So last week we talked about self-care. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, you know, when I, my first life, in my first life, I was a financial advisor. I did that for 20 years before I came a, became a therapist. And our mantra was to pay yourself first. Right. Um. We talked about Dave Ramsey and his savings philosophy. But with self-care, it's the same concept, right? Mm -hmm. If if we don't make self-care a priority, and we talked about creating the discipline and adding 15 minutes a day, I then am probably going to write down um, to make sure that I do my meditation every morning or that I go to the gym or that I do yoga. I'm going to go ahead and keep space for that. If I go to lunch with somebody I I put that in my calendar yeah is that what you're talking about kind of creating chunks of time yeah so I I don't put things down that are habits and I think that's maybe a good time to bring up this distinction so there are tasks so things you have to do um you know pick up your clothes from the dry cleaners pick up something from the post office you know whatever those little mundane things are that we all have to do Um, Those are tasks. And then there are habits. And habits are the things that we do usually daily. Um, You know, the the obvious ones are brushing our teeth, taking a shower, all those all those sorts of things. And the habits I do not ever write down. Okay, because they're automatic. I don't I don't have to think about them. And that's sort of the beauty of a habit, right? So Mm -hmm. we make tons of decisions throughout our day. And we're constantly having to think about a lot of things. And thankfully with habits sort of that mental energy we don't have to spend it thinking about it because it just happens Mm -hmm. so when it's habit I don't write it down so it sounds like your meditation is kind of like a habit but to be honest if it's not there I forget so I'm not sure that I've done it for 21 consecutive days isn't that the idea that if you do something for 21 consecutive days it becomes a habit actually no no, we should totally have a discussion about habits because I have a lot to say about habits. But all right, we'll save it, it that can for vary. another day. Yeah, then. it can vary, but very greatly. And the more complex the habit is, the longer it takes, which would make sense if we think about it logically. Sure. So yeah. even then, somebody who religiously goes to the gym is maybe better off going ahead and sticking that on their day 
or on their day planner if it's not literally a habit. Right. Or if you just want to have the physical reminder that from, you know, I don't know, 6 to 7 a.m. you're at the gym or whenever that occurs. Um, if it helps you visually block off time, you know, to, to put other things around it. Right. Then, yeah, I would write it down. Sure. Okay. And that makes sense to me that there would be, if you block it off, then putting something around it becomes easier. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, in my life, I know that I block off times to spend time with people. I'll block off um, if I just have errands to run. Mm-hmm. I look at my calendar and go backwards. So if I have to be at the office at two o'clock, I think, well, it's a half an hour to the office. It's going to take me half hour to get to the mall. Then I figure out how much of a chunk. Yeah. And I'm just going to put errands. But in my yeah. mind, I know that there's like four different places I need to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should I write down all four places or just chunk errands? If it makes you feel better. I don't think there's, I don't think there's any like hard and fast rule about that. If you can remember it, then remember it. Um, but just the physical act of writing something down, even if you never look at it again, actually helps you remember That better. is so true. That's true with my grocery list, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. If I write it down but forget my list... You're probably I'm, still good. Yeah, I'm, yeah. For the most part, I get, mm-hmm. I get almost everything that was yeah. there. Do you have any tips for people out there that have never lived by a schedule, that they've never used a journal yeah. or a, a planner? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do, but I think some of the maybe advice or tips that I have are maybe contrary to what people might assume that I have to say about planners, given well, that I about make them. them. <laughs> um, so the first thing is, you know, I, I love, just like everyone else, crossing something off a to-do list. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's exhilarating, right? You just love the feeling of accomplishment that you get mm-hmm. when you cross it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I live by the rule that if it takes me two minutes to complete or less, I don't write it down. I just do it if I have time. Right in the moment. Just do it. Doesn't that make the assumption that you are in a place to do the thing that it's going to take you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if I'm, you know, if I'm driving my kids to school and I think, oh, I got to, you know, change the furnace filter when I get home, I obviously can't go change the furnace filter because I'm in the car on the way to school. Right. But so in that instance, I would write it down. But if I'm at home and I'm, you know, upstairs folding laundry and I think, oh, you know, I really need to change the furnace filter. I would probably stop what I'm doing and run and do it because it, it is a very quick task. And then I would come back up and fold laundry or I'd fold laundry and then go down and do it really quick. Um, but I have found that since I paid attention to this two-minute rule more and more in my life that you would be very, very surprised at how many things you can accomplish in two minutes. A lot of things only take two minutes or less to do. I imagine that's true, but I I have to say that if I was folding laundry and I stopped to go <laughs> down and change the filter, I would find something else in the basement that needed done. Yeah. And then I'd come upstairs and I'd see something and I probably would never get to that (laughs) rest of that laundry. You know that children's book, if you give a mouse a cookie? Yes, that's exactly what Mm -hmm. it would be like. Yeah. And I can barely finish a conversation (laughs) on one thought train, let alone (laughs) do my chores on one thought train. So if I don't have a list, Mm -hmm. 
I get distracted too easily. Well, I think if you if you're block scheduling, which it sounds like you're really used to doing that works for your life because you're so used to professionally scheduling people in in blocks of mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how your brain works, you know, the way at least you in think. terms of doing things, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So for you, yeah, writing the list down might be might be good, but I'm I'm mostly talking about the times and and people are so guilty of doing this and I used to do this too I would even complete something and then go write it down to cross it off because I like I have done that yeah yeah (laughs) most people have because for some crazy reason we just want to see that we've accomplished something Mm -hmm. and it's a little illogical because if the goal is just to get your stuff done what does it really matter if you write it on this to-do list that you're going to toss in the bin at the end of the day? One might argue that that's an ego activity. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. it could be. Mm-hmm. It could be. Uh, people mm-hmm. people always tell me that it kind of makes them feel good, mm-hmm. you know, to cross it off. And I and I there's no doubt it does because, like mm-hmm. I said, you know, I've done it before. But if you kind of you know just think on it a little bit, it's really it's really just a waste of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it really is. <laughs> to write down and cross off the thing that we've already finished. <laughs> yeah. It is a waste of time. It is a waste of time. And that 30 seconds, you know, because it, it may take 15 or 30 seconds, yeah. right? Which seems trivial. Mm-hmm. But in reality, those are the 30 seconds. If we go back to the time budgeting mm-hmm. conversation we had a couple of weeks ago, right. those are the, the, t- um, the periods of 30 seconds. If there's enough of those... That is you just a lot found of time. five minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. or more. So th- that's probably my my biggest practical tip is, you know, when you're at home, just just do it. If you think about it, just do it. Um, it's not always fun. It's not always something you want to do. But if you do it, it's done and you can do something better, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, it, it's just easier mm-hmm. than putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. I have found that over the years, in my in my effort to multitask, mm-hmm. I've found that I can put away an entire load of dishes while my toast cooks in the toaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I actually will play that little game. It's like beat the toaster. Beat the toaster. <laughs> <laughs> I do stuff like that all the time. Or th- this one is kind of weird. This is going to make me sound like a total freak. But if I have to pee... I'm like, nope, I can't go to the bathroom until I do this really quick. And so then I like really quick race to do something. And then that's my reward, which is totally weird. I know. I know. <laughs> well, if we're being really honest about this, <laughs> I mean, I have, again, beat the toaster. I know that I can put a piece of toast in, go take care of business and come back before the toaster pops up. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, it is an interesting, and it might be something that our listeners would like to pay attention to, is how much time does it really, we talked about that, but where are these, when you're doing time management, multitasking is about, I can throw a load of laundry in the washer, Mm -hmm. that takes less than two minutes. Absolutely, yep. And then I can go take a shower, which is part of my habit. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I won't have to complain that I have to go home and do laundry tonight because yeah, I just did the time it you in get the out midst of, the sh- of yeah, my daily yeah, routine. Yeah, by the time you get out of the shower, you can pop it in the dryer and go on about your day. Yeah. How do those principles apply for people who work every day? You know, I can just imagine somebody out there is thinking, well, if I don't put it on a list, mm-hmm. you know, I, I work all day. I leave 
at seven o'clock in the morning and I'll get home until seven o'clock at night. That doesn't leave much time to chunk. Right. Yeah. There's no doubt that it's harder. It's, you know, I, I can imagine people thinking, well, it's easier for you to say that because you work for yourself and you determine your own schedule for the most part. Um, I'm somewhat of a slave to my children's schedule <laughs> as most moms as, are. Right. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you have to find what works for you and not, I, I also think not dwelling on the time that you don't have because, you know, of all the hours that you have in the week, you're only working for 40 hours. There's a, there, it's certainly a significant amount of time, but it's not the only time. Did you hear all those people who say, I work more than 40 40 hours a week. (laughs) I work more than 40 hours a week, so I'm one of them, yeah. I work, you know, an unconventional schedule, definitely. Um, And my husband is workaholic. He works all the time. So, yeah, we're we're living that too. But um, I think the the biggest thing with time management is just really making the time that you have work for you and being smarter about it. So leaving – extra time because who who hasn't you know booked up a week solid and then a bunch of things pop up and you're scrambling to you know fix it and fit things in and move things around I found that for me the biggest way that I can combat that frantic you know whatever it is that occurs when when the schedule gets messed up is just to leave space in the schedule um and but that does mean saying no to some mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and that's not always easy to do because we don't like giving up stuff <laughs> yeah and I think in a lot of the conversations that I have with clients and certainly this is true in my own life I know that I find time to do the things that are important to me yeah just this past weekend I had a weekend planned at home and I you know I have this project that's looming I want to clean out my basement and now that my kids are out of the house I want to dispose of all of the things that they've left behind right because I don't personally have any I I don't have any place any value on their science projects from (laughs) 11th grade and I still have those things so I um (laughs) but my friend said that her husband was out of town for the weekend and her plans had gotten canceled and she said, I have a bottle of wine. <laughs> I said, I'll be over for the night. Right. Yeah. And we sat up and drank a bottle of wine and talked and cooked and the basement didn't get touched. So right. one of the things that I've learned as a result of uh, t- trying to time manage is that, number one, I'm honest with myself that if I want to do it, I will find the time for it. Yeah. If something comes up that I really want to do, I will bump Mm -hmm. something that I don't want to do as much and that's okay yeah there's no rule that says you can't bump stuff off your schedule for another week I mean I I wouldn't I wouldn't advocate for like chronically putting things off but you know if it's a beautiful day outside and you want to go outside go outside yes I think that's the that's maybe the most important point right that Mm -hmm. time management doesn't mean that you have to live by this rigid immovable right um, allocation of hours and minutes. That's right. It means that you have an idea. It's kind of a, a sketch or an outlined or mm-hmm. a flow chart, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to have those back in the days of computer pr- programming. My first programming <laughs> class was designing flow charts before you could ever touch the keys of the computer. You had to design a flow chart. And I won't tell you how badly I did in that class. 
but it's all it's you're kind of saying it's a, it's like that it's creating yeah. a workflow or mm-hmm. a plan to get things done yeah it your 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 schedule is supposed to work for you mm-hmm. you're not beholden to you know following it if it's not working for you so leslie as we kind of pull this together and summarize the idea of time management i'm really hearing the key pieces being that number one you work from some kind of a paper product whether it's a a calendar planner you know of any nature Mm -hmm. number two you schedule chunks of time um, the things that are important to you whether it's self-care uh house cleaning work whatever it is the Mm -hmm. volunteering that you do and and free time and or you're saying leave all this blank time in your schedule the only concern i have with that if i saw blank time like you know between two and three if there's nothing scheduled i am apt to sit on my phone and play candy crush (laughs) As a self-care activity, (laughs) an unscheduled self-care activity, because I'm one of the people who's on like level 3,612. Oh my gosh, that game frustrated me at level 67. I like threw my phone down. It is my guilty, Yeah, it's my guilty guilty confession, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I I think there's a, a somewhat easy fix to that, and that is be honest with yourself. And if you are prone to misusing your time, and I'm a little hesitant to even say misusing it because, look, if you if you have an extra hour and you don't have anything else that is pressing and you want to sit on your phone and play Candy Crush, then do it. I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. But if you have a lot of things to do, a lot of goals, if you, you know, really just have things that you want to accomplish that are really important to you, but you're prone to getting sidetracked or you're prone to getting distracted then maybe leaving these unscheduled chunks aren't great for you or at least maybe having an alternative use for that time so in your planner you could leave you know an hour or two in case you know you want to have lunch with a friend or something comes up or you need to run to target because you know target's awesome (laughs) um But if you don't do that, maybe you could write something in your planner underneath that that's an alternative for you to do. Almost like a waiting list of activities. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be on our tip sheet. Yeah. But again, it's it's about making, managing the things that you have to do and putting it into your schedule and leaving, you know, room for the self-care activities, leaving room for if something comes up that way you're not feeling that pressure because I have had a schedule that's booked solid and I, I know you have where it's just packed and then if it's like dominoes if one thing falls then it's like it messes everything else up and that's not a good feeling well and it's not a good habit to get into right and, mm-hmm. and it's not easy to overcome either I mean it's a mess so it sounds like we can have a conversation about motivation and goal setting at some point in the future yes great (laughs) all right so today the uh try this at home is about time management and we have some tips for you on a tip sheet that you can download from our website today and always we are super grateful that you took the time to listen Next week, we're going to be talking about toxic people. 
to which, doozy. Which may prove to be, yes, very, which will prove to be very interesting. And we hope that you'll join us for that discussion. Of course, you can find all of our podcasts and connect with us on www.trythisathomepodcast.com where we hope that you'll subscribe to our feed. And you can also find us on the iTunes store. And you can let everyone know what you thought of Try This at Home by providing a rating. Until next week, this is Leslie and Leslin suggesting you try this at home. All perspectives and opinions expressed during this podcast are for educational and informational purposes only. There is no direct or indirect intention to provide psychotherapy or mental health services. If you are seeking counsel for individual circumstances, please consult with a local health professional.